Hello, this is Don McPherson, your host of 12 Geniuses. I have the incredible job of interviewing geniuses from around the world about the trend shaping the way we live and work. Today's guest joins us from Istanbul. Ufuk Tarhan is a futurist, economist, and a best-selling author. Her focus is the future of business and the creation of future-proof competencies. In our discussion, we talk about the people who have influenced her as a futurist. We also discuss trends like aging and global population growth. And we end the conversation with a fascinating look at the incredible technology possibilities that humankind will likely experience through the 2020s all the way to 2060. The 12 Geniuses Futures Friday episodes are brought to you exclusively by The Star Conspiracy. The Star Conspiracy is a B2B marketing agency for innovative brands creating the future of workplace solutions. Reach out at thestarconspiracy.com for more information or to schedule a chat with the team. Ufuk, welcome to 12 Geniuses. Hello, I'm very happy being here. Thank you. What we want to know to start is what are you reading, watching, or listening to that you would recommend to our listeners so they can become better futurists and visionaries? Okay, I'll try to make it as short as possible because I'm dealing with that futurism topics since 20 years. And I've started to learn about futurism and future by reading first the futurist magazines, which had been published by World Future Society till. 2014. Then I discovered Alvin Toffler's books. Those magazines and Toffler's books were first mind openers for me, and especially the books of Toffler, Future Shock, Third Wave, Revol Revolutionary Wild, uh, are the ones which triggered and changed my whole thinking systematic along with the futurist magazines. Those two are really very important uh, sources for me. And reading those materials, seeing partially all of Toffler's and other futurist videos on YouTube and making more research on future studies has entirely changed my perspective and way of thinking. After discovering that the future is neither a static state nor a definite time, time period, but rather a dynamic process, a continuous uh, change, and it is becoming structured through vivid interaction with humans and nature like a liquid thing, I could never be able to look at to the future like most people do. Then I discovered Jacques Resco. That was another step, another level of enlightenment for me. His The Venus Project and books, The Best That Money Can't Buy, Beyond Politics, Poverty and War, also the designing the future and all other works uh, and his CD, CDs, which shows all his futuristic designs and animations are so, so precious sources and absolutely beyond regular people's mind capacity. And for personal future planning model, I'm also working on that, uh, as you know, I worked with Dr. Werner Worldwide and his book, It's Your Future make it a good one. Uh, and I also contributed Turkish translation of that book. And besides, I've read almost all books, watched all videos of Ray Kurzweil, Michio Kaku, Ramez Nam, Suhail Inayatullah, Juan Enriquez, Patrick Dixon, Anne Scare Nielsen, 
Thomas Frey, Gerd Leonard, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and lately, lately, Max Tegmark's Life 3.0. After Tufflers and for after Tuffler and Fresco, this one took me to a whole new level, the Max Tegmark's Life 3.0 book. And of course, I also read, listen to any, uh, listen to and watch all new generation futuristic media sources and portals like Weird, Futurism, Mashable, uh, MIT Sloan, Singularity Hub, TechCrunch, and Interesting Engineering stand out. So these are all sources that I uh, really utilize uh, during my uh, futuristic future studies. I'm wondering if there's a social trend you're exploring right now that has piqued your interest and what that social trend is. Of course, I'm very much working and thinking on aging trend. And because uh, the world's population is becoming older, uh, according to United Nations uh, reports or other organizations' reports, every nation in the globe is seeing an increase in the number of percentage of elderly people in its population. According to the Globe Population Reports, since 1950, all areas have seen significant increase in life expectancy and increase in longevity. The population aging is anticipated to become one of the most significant social transformations of the 21st century, affecting nearly every sector of society, including labor and financial markets demand for goods and services, uh, such as housing, transportation, and social protection, as well as family structures and inter inter uh, intergenerational ties. So many nations are projected to experience budgetary and political constraints in the next decades in connection to public health care, pensions, and social safeguards for an aging population. And globally, the number of people aged 65 and older is expanding faster than all other age groups combined. Uh, again, according to UN forecasts, I have to, I can give some figures uh, to underline this very important uh, topic. As of uh, 2050, one in every six persons in the world will be over the age of 65. That means 16%. And it was one in every 11 in, in 2020-2019. It was, uh, that means 9%. In several years, it goes from 9% to 16%. It is really very important development in terms of, the, uh, in terms of population and that affects everything. And by uh, 2050, one in every four people in Europe and Northern America may be 65, uh, 65 or older. Person aged 65 and above outnumbered children under the age of five for the first time in the history 2018 already. So the number of people aged uh, 80 and more is expected to quadruple, rising from uh, 100. 43 million in 2019 to uh, 426 million in 2050. Yeah, taking this crucial fact into our consideration and the main reasons of that trend are 
fertility, mortality, and migration, of course. And again, of course, all these statistics regarding the aging population are significant drivers for our foresight about future of business. That's why I'm uh, digging that topic so deeply. What technology is really piquing your interest that you're diving into right now? The technology, uh, indeed, it is difficult to mention or focus only on only one technological development which will affect and create a new, better, and of course, sustainable future. Uh, the ongoing change happening right now and the ones that will happen will be affected and created by many other technological developments which can be listed under uh, three headlines, according to me. Uh, I will give them a, a, as a list, but before doing that, I will prioritize some of them because they are mandatory for all other technological developments. And these are, first of all, we have to 100% uh, digital, we, we have to complete or uh, succeed our 100% digital transformation and Web uh, 3.0, which are mandatory for blockchain, crypto assets, and metaverse as the door openers. Those are really the door openers or mandatory technological uh, uh, topics uh, which will lead other ones. Then we can continue uh, with uh, my technology tracking list till 2060s into three layers. First layer is, uh, I say, hypertrends. Let me say hypertrends. Those are nano, genetic, and space technologies and transhumanism. I see them as the core drivers for everything else. And these ones have resulted in three simultaneous and enormously significant developments known as the Digital robotics, uh, of course, when, when we say robotics, it should be along with AI, artificial intelligence, digital robotics, and renewable energy revolutions. The world is experiencing all of these revolutionary chains at the same time right now. Uh, and uh, yet, if we only had one of these, everything on Earth would be turned upside down. And now, all three the revolutions, digital, robotics, and renewable energy are coexisting. As a result, the globe is going through a very challenging transformative moment in terms of social, financial, ecological, and technological factors. And actually, due, due to those hyper and mega trends by 2060, the humanity will be working to realize and disseminate the following technology trends. Most of the people are taking these things that I will say right now as the major technology trends, but they are indeed the outcomes of the ones that I mentioned a few minutes ago. Those are big data, cloud computing, 5G, blockchain, 100% of digital transformation again, crypto assets, Web 3.0, Metaverse, Artificial Intelligence, Digital Twins, Metaverse, Variable Technologies, Augmented, Virtual, Extended, Remixed Realities, Holograms, 3D Technologies, Quantum Computing, Drones, Autonomous Vehicles, Vertical Farming, Lab Needs, and Artificial Organs. These are 
the major technologies that we have to realize and disseminate till 2060. In the next 10 to 20 years, humanity will work tirelessly to develop completely new and sustainable life, business and management systems by developing, innovating those technologies. Uh, for this part, I should add that I'm working on Kardashev scales type 1, which is a method of measure, measuring a civilization's level of technological advancement based on the uh, amount of energy it's uh, able to use. Uh, type 1 uh, designation means being able to harness and all the energy that is available from a neighboring star, gathering uh, and storing it to meet the energy demands of grow growing population. This Kardashev scale and type 1 uh, civilization model will be the main topics for the next, uh, let's say, uh, 30, 40 years for humanity. And I, I uh, specifically wanted to mention this uh, to bring uh, to the attention of other futurists and other uh, listeners. Ufuk, my head is spinning. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because what I think about is, uh, you know, there are people who are leading the, the charge with this technology revolution, but then there are so many of us who are not ready for these changes. And what concerns me, uh, of course, there's there's a positive side to it. And generally, it takes me a little bit of time to get to the positive side of it. But But what concerns me is the mental health challenges that the average citizen is going to face navigating through this remarkable change. And you're talking about 2060. That's 38 years away. I remember 38 years ago pretty well. It's, it's not that long of a time, right? And so, you know, that, that would be my concern is just the average everyday citizen trying to navigate this, this hyper-changing world, all of these new technologies. Do you have any comments on that? Yeah, uh, I, it is really very common uh, situation in people's mind. They, uh, this technology scares people and they feel overloaded and so on. But as you said, if you remember 30 years ago, uh, there was no nothing in terms of uh, computing. <laughs> Internet, mobile. phones, no, yeah, no all, all of that, the data. Writing, writing things on forms, and <laughs> filing them on paper, yeah, all of those things. Yeah, yeah. If we could come to this point with that, uh, that, that kind of uh, technologies, even we cannot uh, tell them, uh, call them as technology. If we could make this one today, and think what we can do with the list that I've given to you, so. Uh, I think we need really a paradigm shift and uh, maybe we need another pandemic <laughs> to be able to do that. It is a bad joke, but we know, we all know what pandemic made us. Uh, we all uh, get used to, uh, we, we, use, we start to use technology all of a sudden, uh, even uh, the ones which do not like technology, which do not believe in technology, so on. 
And uh, I think we just need time or maybe few uh, great uh, occasions uh, to believe in that or to start uh, to use them. I don't have so negative uh, feelings about that. Uh, humanity is so adaptable uh, form and we need some time. And as we get used to uh, these technologies, uh, we will proceed. And we are always doing this. Yeah, that's that's a really good thing to keep in mind and a, a good segue to the final question, which is what's filling you with a sense of optimism? Uh, of course, the curiosity and uh, increase in knowledge. To know and understand the future better and better every day makes or keeps me positive. Increasing awareness in especially young people's mind and their humanist to see their humanist, ecologist and dataist approach make me hopeful to believe in reaching type 1 civilization level because whatever uh, we are doing right now is just to reach that type 1 civilization level. That means we have to find a way to uh, use endless and clean energy. That's our main problem indeed, nothing else. If we cannot find this, if we cannot solve this energy problem, uh, the rest will be meaning, uh, meaningless. And uh, I, I am positive because uh, the young people the, or the whole humanity is in curiosity and in knowledge capacity and uh, evaluate, evaluating knowledge uh, capacity is increasing. That makes me very positive and very optimist about future. And of course, to let, look at uh, backward makes me so positive. What we have succeed and what uh, the possibility possibilities of uh, about future. I love talking with futurists because there's generally a sense of optimism, no matter what the situation is, a respect and an admiration for the human spirit and our ability to innovate and solve problems and. Uh, you know, I certainly pick up on that with you as well. Thank you for taking time out of your vacation to join us today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and thank you for being a genius. Thank you for listening to 12 Geniuses and thank you again to the Star Conspiracy for sponsoring our Summertime Futures Friday series. We will return next week when I interview Glenn Heemstra, who has been working as a futurist for more than 40 years. Thank you to Richard, Jonathan, Jay, Tony, and the rest of the team at GL Pro in London for producing this show. To subscribe to 12 Geniuses, please go to 12geniuses.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a genius.